Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have Rob Brayman on the line, and he's founder and CEO of Cogent Analytics. Rob, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks for having me on today. Greatly appreciate it. All right, Rob. So uh, we have a hot topic today. So um, really how to be a, a successful entrepreneur and what that looks like and what that takes. And I feel like you have a, a unique um, perspective over at Cogent Analytics, considering your angle, what you work on um, on a day to day and just your client base and the types of clients you help. So excited to bring that valuable content uh, to our audience. Um, but before we get into that, we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Rob, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Rob, what mission matters to you? Adam, since the very day that we started Cogent Analytics, uh, we have been a small business representation. And I say small to mid-sized business representation because we have some clients that are somewhat substantive or substantial and, you know, the way we look at it is we're representing Main Street as opposed to Wall Street. And and as a serial entrepreneur myself, um, this is my now fourth business and I'm actively working on building a fifth business. I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur every day. The common theme and mission that we have in Cogent Analytics is raise others up and you will rise, which means my entire team has embraced the prospect of service to the small business community it is what gets us up in the morning. It drives us every day. And that, that personal, durable relationship with the entrepreneurs that are in America fighting the fight every day, to me, that's, that's what gets me up in the morning. And that's the broader mission and set of values I try to impart upon my team. Oh, that's awesome. Love bringing mission-based uh, entrepreneurs and uh, individuals on the line to share, like, what gets them fired up? Like, why do they do what they do and how, and get out there in the marketplace and make it happen? So awesome. And I, I guess I'll, let's just get into how you got into this, because first off, five businesses, I can, man, one is like, I'm over here feeling the weight of one, like five, like, how did you get started on this entrepreneurial journey? I get out of the military, and, and like most guys who are prior service, they started with a J-O-B, and I think I had my first equity opportunity. I was probably 26 or 27 years old and you know, very quickly found a, a much more mature partnership with two other individuals, and then over the course of that 10-year period, we built three different entities together, one of which we sold outright, um, Stars Align and all that. And the other one, the other two, I exited with my partners and moved my family to North Carolina, where I've been here for uh, 19 years. But in the interim between Cogent Analytics and the exit of those businesses, I became a business analyst working for another fairly large consultancy. And, you know, if, as I tell every employee or family member that comes to work at Cogent Analytics, this is either, you know, you're going to become addicted like the rest of us people in this industry, or it's like clawing your eyes out with two rusty spoons. You know, this is not representing the American small business is, is as much about family and partnerships and people and employees and their mission, which I think is so critical about the, the first question you asked, 
you know, entrepreneurs for them, their business becomes part of them. They definitely become part of their business. But, you know, their persona, their personality, who they are, definitely affects every facet of their business. And, and you know, the, through the 10 or 11 years or so that I was a business analyst, and I, I had the privilege of representing companies in every one of the 48 lower lower contiguous states, did not do Alaska or Hawaii. I, I met and had the privilege, again, of working with small business owners all across this country. And if um, if that doesn't inspire you, I'm, I'm not sure what does. You know, to me, the the prospect then was launched into coaching analytics because my prior employer, I felt, was more about the build hour and more about, um, you know, doing a project than building a relationship with a client. So the vision and mission, excuse me, for coaching analytics has always been centered around being in service to others and truly representing the wants, wishes, and dreams of the clients that we have the privilege of representing. And, you know, the American entrepreneur to me is still the lifeblood of our country. And I think opportunities are broad and wide for the entrepreneurial spirit. The thing that encouraged me most about this pandemic, and, and there's very, you know, few silver linings about the midst of COVID, is there has been more entrepreneurial startups during the last two years than we have had in any other year for 20 years prior to that. So that's a... That's an exciting metric that I think should inspire some of your listeners that if you're thinking about going into small business or becoming an entrepreneur, although the journey may be tough, it definitely is something that that uh, I think makes a difference both in our broader economy and for your local community. Sorry for the longer answer, Adam. No, no, it, it's great. And uh, and what I like about this is it kind of sets the stage for the conversation. So the, the bottom line here is not to, not to oversimplify, but you've been doing this a long time, number one. Number two, you're working with um, through Cogent Analytics and just also, you know, in the trenches yourself as a business owner. I mean, you've worked with small businesses, middle market, I mean, larger enterprise clients. So you have a unique vantage point. So I kind of want to segment this conversation into two, two different parts, if you will. So first, um, from the standpoint of that smaller business, so that and then and then uh, and some of the some of the maybe challenges that they face, and then um, not saying that the uh, challenges that the larger business or the middle market um, business faces isn't um, isn't aren't there aren't some similar themes, but there's you know there's going to be some obvious glaring um, differences. So maybe starting from the let's just say the, the the newer entrepreneur, the smaller business, like what are some of those challenges that you see that kind kind of um, sometimes keep them from hitting that next level of success, let's say? You know, the, the, the small business owner is traditionally made up of somebody with high value, high character, high drive, and a desire to build something under their own vision. And I yeah, think absolutely. those are the, I think those are the, the ingredients to make the first step towards entrepreneurship. Now, what you're really asking me, Adam, is what are the behaviors that that small business owners exhibit and why do we have eight out of 10 businesses fail in the first five years? And through 20 years of working with small business owners, some of the common themes that I see is you know, lack of real market planning, competitive planning, strategic planning around the business, how many human resources you're going to need to execute, what type of production or distribution resources that you're going to need, all of the core elements of planning 
most often for that young entrepreneur or that first time entrepreneur, it's more about the mission and the vision and the value of why you want to start your own business than the mechanics of business itself. And what we typically tell clients is that, you know, although you have amazing skill set and you have the right values to be an entrepreneur, there is a science called business and it's the business of the business. And that gets into the profit platform. And whether you're a, a starting entrepreneur or a much more mature organization, we, we've defined it based on four pillars. And that's the business development engine, human resources or human resource organizational engineering, process engineering or operational management, and then measurement in all its forms, operational KPIs and financial metrics. So those are the really distilled down four pillars of business that we believe both drive profit and cash flow within a business. And and not one pillar can stand on its own. And, and, you know, to answer more specifically your question, a lot of small business owners won't start with the plan, hence they are normally undercapitalized, which is probably the number one killer for small business. But then more importantly, what you'll see is a small business owner tends to gravitate to either an operational slant towards their business or a business development slant to their business without really covering all four pillars. So you'll see them uh, really accentuate the effort towards driving revenue or business development. And yet the cost side of the business or the people side of the business or the measurement side of the business is dramatically impacted because maybe that person's skill set is not really rounded out in each of the other three pillars. So just to give you an anecdotal. Yeah, and, and it makes sense too, right? Because especially let's just assume, or let's just let's just say that some, you know, business, a lot of businesses are bootstrapped, right? So in the beginning of the business, it's all about like, hey, we got to get rep, we need clients, we got to get, you know, clients for the life flow, we got to keep the doors open, we have to make some money, and then there there comes this, I'm not going to call it an inflection point because it's not like one moment, unless I don't know, unless you happen to hit one product journey, and then all of a sudden, yeah. So like, um, but normally it's going to be something like that that certain point like it's almost like a trigger needs to go off or something mentally into like um, um you know how how decisions are made to make sure that all four of those pillars are being addressed as you mentioned and then also um really just to make sure that you if you don't have a skill set you're either skill setting up or you're also just deciding like how the plan's going to look forward if you don't care to fill in that particular gap because other people can do that for you. And that's Absolutely having a right. team and hence resources and hence like, um, like, um, you know, how, how this thing or the business stays afloat. So I, I think that's, that's great groundwork. And so now let's just say that we have a business that's maybe a little bit more mature. And I don't mean just revenue. I just mean in general, let's just say a little bit more mature. Maybe it's bigger, maybe whatever, however we want to play the antidote out. But um, and now there they find that maybe they're listening to this or or they've read some other book or they understand now, hey, I'm missing some things in these pillars and it's time to really address these. Like not saying that there's one size fits all or one magic answer, nothing like that. But how does a business owner typically like start reframing their mindset around filling in those gaps, let's just say in their organization, like in your experience? Yeah, this is a fantastic question actually. Um, you know, as a business evolves, and I truly treat it like an evolution, you're 100% correct. It's not truly an inflection point. 
Although you wake up one day, and if you're lucky, you wake up one yeah, day and you're like, oh my right. gosh, we're making money. This is amazing. I can pay my bills. Right. This is great. That's, go ahead. 100% correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. So, yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny. Most of our clients, big and small, you know, you start out wearing the hats, and then over time you evolve your organization and you build, you know, through trust and credibility members around you. But yeah, you you're still like, where go, all these people come from? That's right. You still get into that foundational problem where, mm-hmm. you, you know, you start to give a hat away to somebody, but there aren't the appropriate structures in place to truly mm-hmm. control the output from this person. You, you, you know you trust this person. You know this is a good person. You know this person is doing good work. But the efficiency of that person and how they execute their job, because usually what one person do, does dramatically affects other people on the team. And, you know, we run into miscommunication, lack of guidons, lack of metrics or performance, um, disjointed agreement on what the plan is, because usually the entrepreneur has most of the plan in their head and very little committed to any kind of tactical execution of a strategy that they have you know, so and I and I you know I don't want to offend the other entrepreneurs out there, but I am one. I used to be the seat of the pants guy. If I go back to the early days of building businesses, and I've seen that client over and over again over the last twenty years, and and usually I can recognize the behaviors. So when you think of the profit platform, and you really begin to break down, and and we try to oversimplify it into the four critical pillars. You can imagine that each one of those pillars has 30 or 40 different areas that, a, that an entrepreneur could investigate to make sure they're on track and they're accomplishing what they want to accomplish. Business development, org ops, and measurement, there, there's no one standalone thing. Again, you cut one leg off the stool and the stool falls over. The best way for an entrepreneur to to start addressing, do I have gaps in my business? And I think that's likely the number one question that clients come to um, us with, right? My business isn't performing to profit standards. I think I should make 10% and I'm really making five. And I know that I have some weaknesses in my business and they want us to go through a discovery process. But I, I always encourage the small business owner to go through that discovery process of their own accord, because there's a bunch of things that you can do internally in each one of those pillars. And if, and if there's somebody listening that wanted a a crib sheet or a cheat sheet, we, we populate most of that information and questions that you can use internal to your organization to help start identifying gaps because gap identification is the most, most important behavior before you actually get to the point of fixing the problem. You know, those those gaps, I think, it is a monthly, quarterly, and annual behavior. And that's where you're really doing a checkup from the neck up with your team. That's the opportunity for everybody to have a voice within the organization and bring and tie people into a group of behaviors that make you more successful as a company. And if you give me a little latitude, Adam, I want to touch on the, the implications of, you know, of that profit deficit. You know, most small business owners go into business, they bootstrap the company, as you well said, and then they start to take on a little debt. Maybe I need a piece of equipment. Maybe I need to buy a truck. Maybe I need to hire some additional people. Well, when you start to augment 
you know, your debt side of the balance sheet, you've got to be able to make enough profit to pay your taxes, service your debt, pay for growth, and then any additional capital expenditures that you would have to make if you're trying to avoid debt. Because then and only then can a small business owner actually take a distribution, which is the ROI for the entrepreneur. You know, other than your core wage, an entrepreneur makes no additional wage for themselves until the first four things are paid for. Again, you got to pay Uncle Sam, you got to pay the bank, you got to pay for growth because growth costs money, and you got to pay for any capital expenditures that you might do to your building or equipment purchases. And then and only then does an entrepreneur get a distribution. What I most often see is business owners working for a paycheck instead of this wealth creation vehicle called their business. They're good at what they do, they're honorable at what they do, yet the return on the investment for the amount of risk a small business owner takes is most often untenable. Sorry for, again, the really long answer, Adam. No, no, no. All, all good stuff, and uh, and I can, uh, yeah, I mean, you could teach a master class on this stuff, and I know we, I know we barely uh, really touch the surface on this compared to like what, what you have to offer. And so that being said, I would like to give you the opportunity to um, leave, you know, contact information, website, whatever else, so that uh, so that our audience can follow up and, and you know learn more from your content and uh, connect if it makes sense. So, what's the best way for people to follow up with you and your team over at? Uh, Cogent Analytics. So CogentAnalytics.com is the fastest way, and we have contact sheets, and we have professionals on staff that field those direct contacts coming from our clients. The next best way is just call us directly, which is 833-4-MY-PROFIT, and that's the number for my profit. You know, the whole idea of our firm and our mission, going back to the first question you asked, is to enhance the client's quality of life, profit, and security for them and their family and their team. So those are the two best ways to reach out to us. We always have advisors on staff willing to field those conversations, whether it's small advice or big advice. If it gets more intricate, we usually recommend a discovery process for a client to really have that, that extra set of eyes to take a look at their business with them. Fantastic. Uh, well, Rob, really, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I learned a lot and and got to got to go down memory lane of my my entrepreneurial journey and and as we all are going through this journey. So I, I learned a lot. I'm sure my audience did as well. There's some people out there right now listening and they're like, oh man, you just described me. Or, oh man, I'm missing a pillar. Um, if you're listening, go check out uh, Cogent Analytics for sure. Um, and we'll 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 put the website and all that good stuff in the show notes. Uh, and also, if this is your first time listening to Mission Matters. Uh, we're a platform that's all about bringing on entrepreneurs, executives, really just people that have something to share with the world that they have. They're mission-driven. They're out there trying to make a difference in the marketplace and are really being a benefit to their clients. Uh, if, that's in, if that type of content interests you, we definitely encourage you to hit the subscribe button because we have many more mission-based uh, individuals uh, coming on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. And, Rob, it really has been a pleasure. Thanks again for coming on the show. Raise others up and you will rise, Adam.